live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. You know, the thing that we're looking for coming into into fall camp is taking care of the football. You know, operating at a really high level, those are the two things to me that are that are most important. The ball's the only thing that matters, so take care of the rock and we're going to be in good shape. I love it because Oklahoma's an easy sell. And who Coach Venables is and who our guys are, man, like, and just coming from Clemson and, and coming to Oklahoma, man, I've been I've been really blessed. The locker room that we have. For us, um, I've seen, again, a, a great leadership through the course of the summer. Uh, again, a lot of sweat equity that's been put in uh, to this season. And um, I see our guys that are, are really confident right now um, because of the work that they've put in. High fly ball into right field. She is gone! In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. Hour two on a Wednesday, the seventh ranked day of the week. 31 days, one month exactly to a Sooner kickoff. August 3rd is the day today. This is the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. TJ just gave you a wonderful recipe for Cajun shrimp before the uh, top of the hour. I hope everybody. <laughs> TJ, will we be posting that on our website later today? I, uh, I sent the recipe to. Uh... Ann and them that had asked for it, but you know maybe I can post it later to my Twitter account. I had the question that's got to be asked uh, today, TJ. No commitments yesterday for Brent Venables and the OU football team. Is it time to hit the pan? I button? think uh, it, it's not only time. I think we may be starting to look at a short list of possible replacements for Brent Venables because obviously this thing is not working out in the way that we envisioned it. Tell me what I should uh, what I should be uh, talking about from media day yesterday, um, TJ. What, what, what I don't, caught your ear yesterday? I don't know if a lot jumps out. It, it you know everybody's always optimistic. It, it's good to hear the guys talk about Brent and you know how much they're believing in his system and him and even the other coaches and the way that they've talked about Brent Venables and Kel and some of the things that he you know had high praise for Brent yesterday. You know it just seems. At least right now, I mean, we'll find out, like you said, 31 days from today, you know, what direction this thing goes in the uh, next few years. I mean, but 
right now, everyone's saying the right things. Everyone appears to be buying in. Everyone appears to be working really hard, um, making a commitment to be more physical and, you know, all the things that Brent wants. So, it, you know, everything sounds great. I mean, I, there's nothing that you can uh, really point at and say, well, that stood out to me as far as, oh, you might want to watch out for that because the guys all just seem incredibly eager and excited to play for and progress under Brent Venables. The one thing that stood good. out for me yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's good. good thing. That's a good thing. The one thing that did stand out for me yesterday, and I, I'm the only one that probably was paying attention to this, and I was chuckling. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I can't wait to. <laughs> Brent's media session that was like 10.05 uh-huh. to 10.35. And Mike Halk was running it, you know, pointing out the guys like uh, who he was going to uh-huh. go to for a question. And I could tell beforehand that he had, he had sat Brent down and said, look, we have got to keep your answer short. We have got to get to as many guys as we can. And Brent, I, it was so weird hearing him answer a question and do it quickly. And there was always a, and you, this trail off that I know he was like, Brent wants to keep going, but Mike Halk has told him, dude, keep it short. We've got a 20-minute window here. And so by the end, the, like the last question, though, Brent just goes. and goes like an extra four or five minutes. I'm like, well, that lasted for about 15 minutes. And then Brent went back to answering questions how he wants to. Uh, just that's like, why he came on the rush. The rush. He wanted uh, some time to uh, I, That's what I was about to say. Yes, things. I was about to say. Yeah. He came on the rush to say a lot of the same things, but wanted to say it. <laughs> to say long format long format yeah. yes uh, are you telling me you think mike hauk sat down the head yes, of the oklahoma yes, sooner someone did up before the press conference someone did yes i could tell by the way he answered the first three or four questions and i was like shocked i'm like whoa they're already at four questions and we're not done yet and uh the next two i was like ooh, those those are a little longer answers. He's, he's spreading it out a little bit and reeling back in. So I think Hauk might have given him a vial of Benadryl before the presser <laughs> because he sounded. He did. It was like it was like he had been neutered, and he was like, "Well, <laughs> gosh, I'm gonna get he in trouble calm. if I answer this." Yeah, he was. He was uh, uh, you know, I was like, "Where did the uh, high energy?" coming through the radio Brent Venables go yesterday he was super chill <laughs> uh, but no everybody uh, everybody sounded great yesterday and uh, had you know tremendous to set things to say about him and uh, good that's good that's a good thing how awesome his yeah. uh, his philosophy and who he is 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 working you know out there on the recruiting trail well uh, they sound like they're pretty healthy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, had a good um, spring and summer with Schmidt, and uh, here we go. Now you now you got to coach them up. Now you got to coach them up, and uh, recruiting's going great. You can't really have had what has it been eight months? You can't really have if you gone back to December and said how could the first eight months of your uh, coaching time at OU go, you can't really have drawn it up any better. Uh, now you got to go win games. You know, this is this is what you're judged by now. So, um, we might play a little bit of audio. I know we hit you with a ton of it yesterday. We might play a little bit more. I, it was fun for me. I always enjoy hearing from Brent. It's fun for me to get to hear from like Jay Valai or uh, Demarco Murray. Or some of these guys we don't get to hear from much, you know. 
Miguel Chavis. I mean, yeah, there's a guy on fire right now. So that was nice. Um, and a great job by our guys, Chris, Josh. Who else do we need to give credit for for gathering? Well, those guys over there, you know, and then Connor and I'm not going to say my name. We were back here on this end, you know, TJ, editing TJ. all that down, getting it ready, getting it out there. And then obviously not, the I'm not going to say my the name, rush guys um, then having Brent on uh, again uh, a little later in the afternoon. So that was a lot of fun. So everybody, by everybody the way, great I, job. Uh, we have begun negotiations for our uh, annual Joe C day. Uh, I have reached out to his people. Uh, he has countered. And so uh, encouraging the negotiations, TJ, are underway. And uh, we are very hopeful that in the near future we, be, we, be, we will be able to announce uh, a date for this year's annual Joe Castiglione Day. Has he requested uh, that I not be there that day? Are we, uh, is that part of the negotiation here? The opposite. He very much wants to talk to you. <laughs> okay. There's some days I'm and gone in August, win. so, I mean, uh, we got to be careful with this. He, he to, uh, The two most important things on the docket are, one, make sure everyone understands you do not deserve credit for Fletcher's Corny Dogs. <laughs> Fake news. And two, Fake try to convince news. you that you need to get ESPN+. Plus. Those are the two things on the docket for sure. But no, uh, we uh, I think we're going to be able to make it happen. So hopefully uh, Joe C. Day coming up here. And Speaking of sponsors, uh, I was listening to our station yesterday a lot. Okay. And I'm, I'm sure this has been running for a while, but I just I heard it for the first time uh, yesterday. We have a commercial running, TJ, on one of our affiliates. Uh about a chipmunk? Are you aware of this commercial about Chippy the chipmunk? Okay, so a friend of mine uh, about a week and a half ago texted me and said, dude, what's up with the chipmunk? And I'm like, <laughs> I said, what? And he goes, what's up with the chipmunk? And I said, what chipmunk? What are you talking about? And he goes, on your radio station, the chipmunk. I don't know. We are on a lot of stations, right? Folks. And then I realized yeah. I'm like, I'm like, does someone sound like a chipmunk? He goes, No, the chipmunk commercial. And I'm like, Dude, you're listening on, you know, one of the affiliates. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. So I'm aware of it, but I, if I've heard it, I don't know that I have. But maybe. I mean, I've, I, you know, I do listen to that signal from time to time for different reasons, and so maybe I have. But I, I know I'm aware of it because of him, but I don't know what it is. So. Is it okay for me to say the name of the advertiser since they're as an long advertiser? as you're not going to hammer on them or something? I'm not going to hammer on them. I it's <laughs> okay. an astonishing commercial. Okay, it's I get I I think they would appreciate the extra advertising. It's for a plumbing and drain service. Okay, it's a Roto Rooter commercial. Okay, is that okay for me to proceed now? I think so. Yes. As far as you know, all right. So the whole premise of this ad is there are two chipmunks who are <laughs> like on the roof of a house, <laughs> and they're talking in these adorable voices to each other. Okay. One of them's name is Chippy, and the other one is like, "Hey, Chippy! Hey, Chippy! You should put your head in that drain and see what happens." 
cut to Chippy. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Hello. Hello. And then he hears his voice echo down the drain. He goes, hello, hello, hello. He's like, God, that's awesome. Let me put my head a little further down the drain. <laughs> Sounds like a great uh, commercial to me. And then Chippy gets stuck. Okay. Oh, no. Chippy oh, gets, no, there's a twist. He, puts, he goes too <laughs> far down twist. into the drain. Oh, no, I'm stuck in here. Cut to his friend, who is now, you know, on the roof, obviously, by himself, while Chippy has gotten himself <laughs> stuck in the drain at his bequest, mind you, <laughs> notices that a Roto-Rooter van is pulling into the driveway. Right. And he goes, oh, no, this is going to be bad news for Chippy. <laughs> then you go into the like the roto rooter song you know when you're doing something stuck you got to call roto rooter right Roto-Rooter, right you know and at the end the remaining chipmunk goes oh no chippy didn't make it oh no they killed off and chippy. that's it that's it the end of the commercial is the chipmunk dies it's a commercial. You can't have Chippy. Where this <laughs> Ch- Ch- Chippy Ch- Chippy gets convinced to get himself into a pickle that ends his life. Oh no! That's it for Chippy. I was like, "What did I just hear?" <laughs> now. <laughs> Obviously effective advertising because here we are talking about it the next day. You remembered day it, didn't you? You're going to know to call Roto-Rooter. Yeah. Countless free advertising right now for the company. So effective advertising. But I don't remember hearing the death of an adorable character before on our radio station on a commercial. So it was alarming. It was a little bit alarming. I thought, this is a funny commercial. They get two chipmunks talking to each other. I wonder how it's going to end. How is Chippy going to extract himself from this? And then they're both going to praise Roto-Rooter. No, that was not the conclusion to the commercial. (laughs) I don't know that I've heard this commercial. I'm going to be on the lookout for it now, though. Uh, Maybe they can get with Dr. Otto at University Animal Hospital. He can come in and save Chippy, and then Chippy can return to the Roto-Rooter commercials. (laughs) We've already declared his death. I mean, it's right there in the commercial. Chippy didn't make it. Well, you've explained, we the, you've explained the text I got the other day. What's up with the chipmunk? Yeah. Uh, it was astonishing. Like, I'm listening to the commercial. It's just a normal, cute commercial. And then the last line is like, oh, no, Chippy didn't make it. Like, Wait, oh, no. what? Chippy didn't make it. I just fell in love with Chippy 15 seconds ago. And his... his uh, his innocence and sticking his head down the drain. <laughs> How we've killed him. We need a break. We're close to unveiling team number 18. <laughs> R.I.P. Chippy. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Ah, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. When he's inducted into the uh, Oklahoma Radio Hall of Fame and they asked me to get up there and say a few words, (laughs) 
I will be playing uh, his uh, Chippy the Chipmunk voice. <laughs> it's really as <laughs> part of my good speech. <laughs> imitation I've done in my it radio pretty career. Much is. All the rest stink. <laughs> hey, Chippy. Uh, this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. If you have a real problem with chipmunks, you just need to leave your home. You can call Terry Saxon. He'll list it for eight ninety nine. No hidden fees. 405-361-3380 or visit their website, saxonrealtygroup.com. Get yourself one of those big checks when you save all of that money. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Toby, were you saying utes? That's right. Utes. The, two, the two utes. Utes. They beat uh, us four and three last night. It really wasn't that close. They dominated the back nine. Let's see here. Also on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, if any baseball fans want to check out a few future Sooners, Coach Willett's two oldest boys will be playing at El Dell on Saturday. That's from Ringo. Mm. Gonna, Go check them out yes. uh, at the ballpark. Going to let that. I'm going to let that just be set on its own. Uh, you cannot uh, comment on that, you're saying? By the way, something happened to me. Uh, I cannot. Uh, interesting. So uh, my daughter's 14. She's going to be a freshman in high school. Oh, my goodness. We were. Um, oh, my goodness. I, I knew that, we, but just hearing you say it each time. We were arranging a, uh, a private lesson the other day with somebody who we haven't used before. Uh, she, she, you know, once a week or so, we'll take a private lesson uh, on the side. And then we were arranging one with a college coach uh at southern nazarene as a volleyball coach at southern nazarene and so she was asking how old is she and i said she's 14 and she's like when does she turn 15 and i was like november and she I, and i was like can you not like why why does that matter and she's like oh well you know according to ncaa rules i can't be doing because she's a college coach she can't be doing one-on-ones oh, with her once yeah, she turns 15 sense. and all my daughter is at an age where she's almost like at a recruit, not, recruitable not age. Going to, I don't know if she's going to be recruited or not, but the fact that we have to worry about NCAA, you know, rules and regulations and things like that uh, is the first time we've gotten to that. And I was like, oh, well, how about this? This is interesting. So, yes. Huh. Anyway, that so made if, me think of that when you mentioned the youths that will be playing at Eldale Mitchell Park this weekend. So if... Oh, you would be interested in her one day. Would you not be able to talk about your own daughter on air? I think because she's a family member, I think I would be okay. Huh. I didn't even yeah. thought about that. So, you Yeah, that. somebody out there in compliance, let me know. Decent <laughs> question. <laughs> if not, just keep doing chipmunk voices. Uh, that'll hold us over. Um, no, I, th- I, I think I would be okay. I probably couldn't mention the recruiting process. Sure. But yeah, I think yeah. I could talk about her, yeah. Uh, what else you got? Chili's is great. Sometimes nothing beats chicken crispers with honey mustard and corn on the cob. You. There you go. That's right. Uh, the quality of uh, Chili's and Cracker Barrel decreased over the past few years. They have been regulated to the lower leagues, this texter says. So they agree with Mike. Mm-hmm. They're dropping down to the double A. They got demoted. Mike Stevenson. I did hear from another Hall of Fame journalist in this town on the Chili's discussion, by the way. Um, who said... When you were in college, no way Chili's cost you two more than twelve dollars. Now, I don't know That's how to probably take that true. exactly. Uh, no, it's not. Well, no, I can tell you because I know exactly. I and I replied, "We got two entrees, okay? They're like 
When we were in college, what was it, five, six bucks for an entree? Probably, yeah, six or seven at the most. Chips and salsa. Probably another that four was like bucks. three dollars. Yeah, three or four bucks. My wife got a Coke, and we had room to leave a tip, and it was a $20 bill. I mean, that's exactly what we, we would have, a $20 bill. We'd walk into Chili's, two entrees, chips and salsa, and one of us got a Coke, and we had room for a tip, a proper tip, and it was a crisp $20 bill. So, How about that? But that was, you know, we're 48. That was 30 years ago. So, anyway, go, uh, we don't need to spend all day talking about uh, that. He texted us in. He's tweeted us. Jim in Arlington would like you to go and see check out the 2019 bowl game that Jeff Levy, Dylan Gabriel, uh, leading U- uh, UCF to victory in the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl. Said karma for yeah, OU Jim and it's Toby. Great because yeah, of the Bad the Boy Mower connection. Yes. Because yeah, I'm the bad boy of Oklahoma That's Sports right. Radio. Uh, Toby, I grew up in L.A. with Vin in the background at uh, Chavez Ravine. Big loss. That's from OU Architect. Of course you did, OU Architect. Uh, Toby, don't sell yourself short. You carried both uh, the both solo during baseball regionals amazingly well. Boy, that, that <laughs> Vin, did not send in, Vin did not send that in. It's <laughs> from Rennie. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's very nice of you. But, I mean, the gap, uh, I mean, like, Vin is, like, that's, uh, thank you, Rennie. I appreciate that. But, I mean, come on. Let's. That's like saying, that's like me bragging about Michael Jordan and saying, uh, hey, don't sell yourself short. I've heard, I've seen you hit a jump shot. Okay. You know, there's a chasm, all right? Uh, uh, the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Uh, this one says, uh, as a Yankee fan, my most memorable Vince Scully call, little roller up along first, behind the bag, it gets through Buckner. So I can understand as a Yankee fan why you <laughs> enjoy that call very much. Um, which, by the way, he, he that was a part the, of uh, uh, the Jeter. I caught up on Jeter last night, so and they, they keep showing that highlight. They like to show that highlight in the Jeter documentary. <laughs> he called the Dwight Clark catch against the Cowboys. He called the Masters. I mean, he was he's was the best that's ever done it in baseball. But he did a whole bunch of other stuff too, man. I mean, it was the the call. Now the the, the Henry Aaron call again goes in the uh, archives as one of the greatest poetic moments in broadcasting history for Vin Scully. Mm-hmm. That one though is a little different in that. You could plan that one a little bit, and you could tell that he had written something there, or, or at least thought it out a little bit. Uh, you know, the whole a black man in the deep South and a standing ovation and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if he wrote it or if he thought, but you knew it was coming, right? I mean, you you knew Henry Aaron at some point was going to break the record, and yes. what am I going to say when he breaks the record? And he delivered perfection. He delivered perfection. That's phenomenal to to know the right thing to say at the right moment, whether you thought about it for a day or a week or a month or whatever, is still a talent. But the 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 spontaneous moments are the ones that just drop my chin to the floor. You know, just to know how difficult it is when something happens that no one could have anticipated, and to be able to say exactly the right thing at the right time in a beautiful, poetic way, is just what a God-given gift of oratory this man had. And 
you know, we've never seen anybody like it, and I'm sure we probably never will again either. It's just uh, astonishing. Morning, buddy. Could Dylan Gabriel play two years, or does he have um, just one? Have a good day. From the greatness of Vin Scully right into Carter voice. Thank you. Dil- Dylan Gabriel voices. can play. Uh, what was the question? Can he play two years or one? Oh, yes, he's got two. He's got two years. Uh, seriously, T. Rowe, way to give me a bad flashback as a Red Sox fan with the Scully call on Buckner's error. <laughs> sorry. Well, I'm sorry about that. I mean, I'm sorry about that, but he described it beautifully. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have? We got to get to a break soon. We got to count. Okay. To okay. Well, well, I'll save these then. I'll save these. You give me one more. How about one more? Let's see. How easy is the air fryer to use? I have an Instapot. Oh, this is, goes on and on. Like uh, Tracy and Burson, I've got to get back to you. This is much too long of an explanation. TJ loves his air fryer. He has I've got two. Every I've got other... two air fryers in my kitchen, a double basket and a single basket. I use them both uh, simultaneously. Uh, TJ has put every other appliance out by the street corner that he owns. He's now about. a 100% air fryer guy. Countdown hits number 18 next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. The realignment twist has claimed its first victim. Good evening, everyone. I'm TJ Perry Moonvez, and welcome to Big Brother Coaches Edition. After being on the block and surviving every night since the first eviction, Lincoln's time finally ran out. He was an immediate target after serving dry brisket on night one, and Lincoln had survived vote after vote. But when told about the realignment twist, Lincoln banished himself to the have-not room, refusing to team with Nick, Jimbo, and others in the Saban squad, and volunteering to go up once again as a pawn. The House quickly band together to vote Lincoln out. Tonight, another House guest will be evicted. But first, with Lincoln out, let the fighting begin over the Rogaine he left behind. Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 Top 25 Countdown brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law, 405-659-7221 or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. That seemed like an unnecessary shot at the end there, Teach. What are you talking about? fascinating storyline though so you're telling me he made uh, the house brisket on night one to try to work into their try, good to, try to win them over mm-hmm. but it was dry try brisket and so they immediately put him on the block for it yeah they wanted no more of his cooking <laughs> slop will live with dry brisket cannot be tolerated and so uh yeah lincoln riley voted out Yesterday, as USC was uh, our team at number 19. Um, let me just uh, rifle these off. No fight songs today, Teach. Okay, I'm going to save you. All the work I did um, making sure I had them in the right order. All right, go well, you ahead. You want to play them quickly? No, no, no. no I don't know. I'd much rather you just go and give the countdown. 25 Nebraska, 24 Kansas State, 23 Ole Miss, 22 Arkansas, 21 was Tennessee. And this week we had Kentucky at 20, and yesterday USC at 19. We had Max Brown on, the former 
USC quarterback, now does some pre- and post-game stuff for the Trojans out there. He joined us on the show yesterday morning to talk a little USC. And at the end there, TJ apologized to Sooner fans for all the players they have stolen from us, which I thought was interesting. Which brings us to today, the number 18-ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... Sorry if your alarm was set for 7.40. By the way, I think Dylan Gabriel might have three years left. Doesn't he get the COVID year also? I think he's got three years left. The Texas Longhorns come in at number 18. How about that? USC and Texas on back-to-back days. We have now had a team that uh, won three games this year. Nebraska, a team that won four games last year, USC, and now a team that won five games last year, Texas, all in the top 25. Texas coming off a 5-7 and seven season in year one under Steve Sarkeesian. A nightmare, really. They started 4-1, and one, but then the collapse in the Cotton Bowl sent their season spiraling the wrong direction. It, it, as you well know, included a home loss to Kansas, DJ, last year. I don't remember that. They Could you lost. repeat that? What, what happened? They lost at home to Kansas. What? what? Yeah. No now, one loses at home to Kansas. They are, uh, they are optimistic down in Austin in the state capital of Texas in Bevo land because they did have a top five recruiting class. Tons of talent on the offensive and defensive lines. They packed the coffers of the the NIL. They got Ohio State transfer Quinn Ewers, the nation's number one recruit a couple of years ago. They got Quinn Ewers now at quarterback. They brought in Gary Patterson, TJ, to help out on the defensive side of the ball, um, there is a lot of optimism going on. You hear that, Piglet? Not Piglet happy is not happy with you having Texas at 18. Texas is at 18. She's not a longhorn. You know, she walks around. Does We taught her how to do the horns down with her paws. It's adorable. I'll have to send you a picture sometime. Um, the offense was good last year. Casey Thompson was hot and cold. <laughs> but... Uh, obviously, they have a Heisman contender at running back in Bijan Robinson, who's a star. They have Xavier Worthy back, who had a phenomenal freshman season at wide receiver. Uh, Jordan Whittington also back at wideout, very good year last year. They went and got a six foot three transfer from Wyoming, pass catcher Isaiah Neor Neor who had 12 touchdowns last year. They're loaded at the skilled position. The question is, who's going to play quarterback? I think it's going to be Ewers. Um, Hudson Card is the other option there, and we saw Card last year, and there was nothing special about him last year. So I think Ewers is going to be the guy, and we'll see whether or not he can live up to the hype. Texas' highest-rated recruit since Vince Young. Now, they didn't land him, but they ended up with him. But he hasn't started a game in college yet. Former South Lake Carroll kid from right up the road. 
has not started a college football game yet. If he can be good, um, you know, they should be good on offense. The, the bigger question for them, though, even bigger than Quinn Ewers is that offensive line because it was uh, not good last year. It was porous. Uh, they were able to run the ball, obviously, some with Bijan, but the pass protection was shaky at best. But they've reloaded. They've recruited well at O-line. Defensively, they were terrible last season, giving up over 31 yards a game. They gave up over 200 yards rushing a game. They brought in your boy, Gary Patterson, to try to fix things. DeMar Vion Overshone's been there forever. Very good linebacker. He's still there. But the front seven, other than him, big-time question mark. They do not know exactly who the playmakers are going to be for them up front. New faces on the back end as well. They went and got Ryan Watts uh, from Ohio State as well. He was a very good corner for them last year. Uh, Deshaun Jameson is still there. He's been a good player for them. But they're going to have to improve mightily defensively to have a chance to take great leaps. Uh, But, again, they did bring in Gary Patterson to help things out. Let's look at the schedule. Uh, They open with Louisiana Monroe, and then in week two, they welcome Nick Saban and Alabama to Austin. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. TJ has already declared Texas will win that game. They get UTSA at home in the Big 12, home games against West Virginia, Iowa State, TCU, and Baylor. They have to go on the road in Big 12 play to face Texas Tech, OSU, Kansas State, and Kansas. And, of course, they get the Sooners in Dallas. All right, big picture here, Teach. Texas was 5-7 and seven in year one under Sarkeesian. They have really good weapons on offense. Bijan Robinson, Xavier Worthy, top of the line. Going to have to be massively better on the O-line and D-line. Quinn Ewers needs to come in and be very good for them right away at quarterback. Hard to imagine they won't be better defensively, at least a, you know somewhat. It can't be worse. And I think Patterson will help him out on that side of the ball a little bit. Uh, they got to play Bama in non-con. They got to play OU. They got to go on the road against Tech and OSU and K-State. I mean, they're not going to be five and seven, but I think they could be a seven or an eight win team this year. You've got to have them at least at high if they're going to beat Alabama. I'm assuming you're going to say this is too low for Texas, but let's see. Texas at 18, too high, too low, or just right? I'm going to tell you right now Texas beats Alabama. (laughs) I I knew that was coming. Here's my thing with Texas. I think they will be improved from last year. How much so, I don't know. And I don't believe I don't believe Gary Patterson was brought in without the thought of we're going to make this guy our next head coach when Sark does not work out. The special assistant to Steve Sarkeesian basically tells me, we don't believe in you already. We're bringing in a guy that 
uh, we do believe in that's going to be in the waiting and will be You're our next head Gary coach. Gary Patterson is the coach in waiting at Here's Texas? the thing. If they lose to Alabama, they go on the road in that fourth week and lose to Texas I'm Tech. going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama and struggles against West Virginia or loses at home to West Virginia. I think Gary Patterson is the head coach of the Texas Longhorns by the OU Texas game on October 8th. Mid season, mid season. That's why he's there. There's no other reason to bring Gary Patterson in other than we don't believe in you, Steve Sarkeesian. They got Arch Manning. They can't fire him before Arch Manning. Ah, Arch already knows Gary Patterson's going to be the guy. (laughs) That's why he. That's why he signed up. I'm torn. I'm torn because I highly respect uh, Gary Patterson. I do think he's a good football coach, which worries me about Texas. But at the same time, I think Steve Sarkeesian is such a bumbling fool that I don't know that he can overcome it. So the only way he can overcome it is you fire the guy midseason. How good Texas is going to be this year? I think you've got them slightly too low. I think they will be improved. I think... You don't have them off much from what I would put them. I would probably put them closer to 15 or so, maybe a few spots up. But I think what I see is on the back half of the season, Gary Patterson playing off of them. I respect him much more than the guy running their program right now. You think Texas would let us do our pregame interview with Gary Patterson this year <laughs> when uh, they came around? <laughs> Reach out to the SID and say, yeah, you know what? Can we have Patterson instead of Sarkeesian? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's what you need to do. Imagine all the places he could recommend for us to eat down in Austin, TJ. Oh, that's great. I love talking to Gary Patterson. All right, so you say slightly too low. Slightly too low. I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. Right, that's coming up soon, TJ. <laughs> Week two of the season. We're about to find out. Friend of the show, Craig Way, Texas play-by-play voice, joins us at 8.30 this morning. We'll talk more about the nation's number 18-ranked team in our countdown, the Texas Longhorns. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the eight ninety nine listing fee. Tell you about them all the time. If you're looking to sell a home and you want to save the money and put that in your pocket, Terry will do a great job for you, same as any other realtor out there, for a lot less. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Did you get my picture, Toby? The remodel has begun. Yeah, do you have any uh, pictures of what it's going to look like when it's done? Um, Artist renderings? uh, In mine and Drake's head, but nowhere else. doesn't exist on paper or anything. Want to take a phone call here Uh, real fast? Yeah, let's do that. Sean is on hold. Good morning, Sean. Hey, good morning, Toby. I want to thank you. I want to thank you because I, too, have heard that commercial. And I, too, had the exact same. You're kind of just listening to it. You know, it's in the background. And kind of like you said at the ending, you do kind of go, wait, what? (laughs) I'm glad you noticed that as well. They just killed Chippy? They just killed Chippy? I'm... I, and, I, and like you said, I guess it's good because I, I, I heard of it. I actually, the next time it came on, I listened a little closer. Yeah, I, I, had, I, mean, uh, just I had never. Think of all uh, the free advertising they've received today. Adam. Yeah. So, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. They've, uh, yeah, they've yeah. taken over my pop up ads on social media, too. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just. 
But I'm glad Toby noticed it too, because I did. It comes to an end, and you're kind of like, wait, what? What happened here? What did I experience? Hey, Chippy. Uh, <laughs> real, uh, but, yeah, and great uh, chipmunk. Uh, I mean, that's voicing oh, that's even it. better than we get from uh, three to six. Um, <laughs> one last question for you. You were in this medium for a long time and maybe in this situation. But I, I made the mistake of, of listening to the coaches uh, presser yesterday with Coach Venables. And I again come away shocked. Like, one question was, Coach, your team's fast. Do you think they're fast? As if he would go, no, they're slow, and I don't think we can run. And then another question was along the lines, I guess it's the new angle. We were never able to find out what Bob learned from Bill Snyder in 18 years. So I guess we're taking a new angle at it. He was asked about a game that happened 30 years ago against OU that he and Coach Gundy played in, that though I, I mean, it had no, I mean, it has nothing to do with today's college football at all. And it was just the oddest line of questioning because you're just going to get one question. But here's, here's, that the, what, here's the separation. Go ahead. And this is, uh, I, don't, I don't mean this to be rude. This is just the matter. No, go ahead. The point, the point of the weekly press conference is not meant for the entertainment of the listening audience. Or to inform. Uh, the, the, the fact that we broadcast these now is relatively new in the landscape of things. The point of the press conferences on a weekly basis was, and still remains to this day, an opportunity for you to get quotes to support or to drive stories that you're writing. So I may be writing a story on team speed. Oklahoma, I think this is the fastest Oklahoma team that's ever been. I'm looking for a supporting quote from Britt Venables about, do you agree with that? Mm -hmm. How fast are you? I don't know the game this guy asked about. I don't remember that question. But he's obviously doing a story on this game, and he wants to know Brent's. And I do think a lot of times fans listen and go, why did he ask that? I would never ask that question. Well, he's working on a story, and he's looking for a quote about to support that story. So. Uh, I, I do you. think well, like that... some of these guys that run websites. I, I, I'll continue this top of the hour. TJ, no problem. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.